Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. We've got quite a grab bag of quick and dirty updates today with one very important alert at the end. Let's do it. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. China made the news for secretly flying a hypersonic nuclear-capable missile around the globe yesterday, so that's a fun way to start. It's capable of taking a nuke anywhere on the planet at ten times the speed of sound, which makes it virtually impossible to shoot down. Russia apparently has one that can travel 27 times as fast as sound, so you can see where all the effort of humanity is going. And here in the U.S., in addition to developing hypersonic missiles, we're planning a constellation of satellites to try and track them, not exactly sure why, if nukes start flying, we're all dead regardless. Speaking of weapons of mass destruction, Kirsten Cinema lost five veteran advisors who resigned and publicly accused her of, quote, hanging her constituents out to dry and answering to big donors rather than her own people, end quote. And, uh, yeah, pretty much. Moving on. Just in case anyone somehow thinks that Trump is still not a clear and present danger to democracy, he put out a statement today to disabuse you of that notion, saying, quote, the insurrection took place on November 3rd, Election Day, end quote, because, you know, it's treason to elect anyone but the pure. As Forward pointed out in a tweet, Congress has a 17% approval rating, but a 95% re-election rate. Their solution? Term limits. I don't consider that a high-impact policy because it doesn't change any incentives, but it will help mitigate the power of incumbents in elections somewhat, since the longer they're in power, the more entrenched they become from connections. There's a petition for term limits in the links. Apparently, Yang is now trolling Democrats, though I can't really understand what he's trying to say. In response to a 2024 presidential poll, which surprisingly included Yang at 5%, along with Trump and Biden, Andrew said, quote, Apparently, by 2024, Dems will be begging me to run to give Joe a lane to win, end quote. He seems to be implying that he would help Biden win by running and pulling votes from Trump, but that doesn't actually track with the poll at all, which shows him pulling four times as many votes from Democrats as from Republicans. Not that I'm saying that this poll is accurate. It's an online poll with unbalanced numbers between the parties and three years in advance. That said, I really wish Yang would stop this. As long as people think he's going to be a spoiler, he is driving away people that we need in order to achieve the changes that can save the country. Stuff like democracy reform does not occur without a very strong majority backing it. Now he's mocking Democrats with a false claim, no less, from a crap poll that suggests he'd be a spoiler? Are you going for a Section 8 discharge, Andrew? The only rational reason I can think of is that he's trying to use the outrage over this implied threat of being a spoiler in order to get attention so that he can reach more people and ultimately get more people into the movement. If so, that's a very dangerous game of chicken, which I don't see working out. I could be wrong. I had a talk today with someone in the forward party management, and they were under the impression that Andrew said he would not run without voting reform. When I explained that none of the messaging I have seen or heard said that, they promised to be more explicit in answering the spoiler questions. So we'll see if anything changes, I guess. 
In other forward news, they have launched their first NFT, which is a very stately piece featuring a diverse crowd in front of a giant Andrew Yang shooting lasers from his eyeballs. By now. Too late, actually. It sold for freaking $28,000. Wow. If only we'd had these during the previous campaigns. Also, Yang did a $1,000 giveaway of his personal money to a random person for retweeting and following the forward party on Twitter. This happened right as I was leaving for my family's birthday vacation, of course. Anyway, congrats to Jesse Don. We've got a lot of media news because Andrew's been making the rounds like he's back on the campaign trail. No, I don't have time to read and watch all of these. I don't know how he does it. I'm just letting you know they exist. For starters, he wrote an article on term limits. He was on a panel of speakers at the 2021 Global Conference to speak about the future of political parties. He and Erica Rhodes joined the former congressional candidate and Yang Gang friend Jennifer Perelman's podcast, full of Erica energy. Don't know how she does it either. Andrew gave an interview to ABC7 News at the Cobbs Comedy Club about his book, to Nick Gillespie about UBI, race, and the rising inevitability of political violence, to the Donlin Report about registering as an independent, and to Rising about the Forward Party, links to all of those below. He is joining Nations Well to talk about his new book on October 27th, RSVP in the links. He'll be talking with the Asia Society about his book on November 2nd, and he'll be a guest on Real Time with Bill Mayer tomorrow. Don't forget to take frequent breaks while binging. But forget everything we just talked about, because the only thing you should be focused on right now is this. Reports are coming out from the White House negotiations that Manchin's lobbyist hit squad have successfully driven other Democrats, including the progressives, down to $1.75 trillion on the reconciliation package, half the original amount, and they've done it by reducing pretty much everything in there. Everything includes the child allowance, which has reportedly been reduced to just a one-year extension. Now, I'm encouraged at least that there was no mention of more means testing and work requirements, as Manchin was pushing for, to turn it back into just another backwards welfare program, but one year is unacceptable. This is far and away the best policy in the lot. It's stupid from the start to be cutting spending on the myth of a balanced budget, and it is absolutely abhorrent to cut the reformed child tax credit the closest we've come to a UBI. This cannot be allowed. Forget about the forward party drama and the culture wars and everything else. They're trying to push this thing through this week, if they can, and the progressive bulwark is crumbling. Get on the phone, get on the computer, or get back on the smartphone, but this time for email and social media, and tell Biden, your congresspeople, Fancy Nancy, the staffers that actually do their jobs for them, Harvey Birdman and Batman if you can get a hold of them, and tell them all that the CTC is non-negotiable. It's a freaking check every month from them to the people for the love of donuts. You don't get any better PR than that. It is unimaginable that they could be so stupid as to throw this away, but they are doing it. Show them their stupidity and what they stand to lose, because we know how much the rest of us stand to lose, and we won't stand for it. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the term limits petition, the forward NFT, and the CTC emergency. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way, and don't forget to Yang Daily.